Great. It's the Keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees lose. They lose 8-1 to to the Twins on Wednesday night. Uh, it took until their 56th game of the season, but the Yankees finally suffered a, a lopsided loss in what was really an unwinnable game after the fourth inning, or I guess after the top of the fifth inning when they had cut the lead to 2-1 to one, but then gave up uh, another two runs in the bottom of the fifth. They gave up two runs in the fourth inning, the fifth inning, the sixth inning, the seventh inning. Uh, the offense was just non-existent, one run and four hits. Nestor Cortez had his first bad start of the season, four runs over four and a third. Um, Clark Schmidt wasn't good in relief, four runs over an inning and two thirds. And then Manny Benuelos came in uh, and pitched two scoreless innings. It did allow some inherited runners to score from Schmidt, uh, but didn't affect his line. Uh, so, you know, it's a, it was a bad game. It's It's truly their first really bad game of the season. You know, they have some games where you look back and the scores might have been, you know, more than a three-run loss. Uh, you can think back to that 5 nothing loss in Baltimore. Um, you know, they got shut out once by the Blue Jays, 3 nothing. But in all those games, they either had chances to tie or go ahead or win the game, especially that 5 nothing loss to the Orioles. That was a 0-0 game in the bottom of the eighth. They did have that shutout loss earlier in Detroit this season, but that was a one nothing game in the bottom of the eighth. So they've been in every game until Wednesday night when they just got rocked by the Twins. And those are the types of games that are going to happen over the course of a 162-game season. What happened on Wednesday night is going to happen, even to the best teams, even to the Yankees, who are the best team in baseball. It's pretty amazing that it took until their 56th game for that to happen. They played over one-third of the season without playing a game that they just weren't in. And yes, they were in it for the first few innings when it was 0-0, um, but they only really had one chance to score multiple runs, and that was with Glaber Torres came up with the bases loaded uh, and swung at the first pitch on a swing that you would take if you were down 0-2 in the count, not with the bases loaded on the first pitch of an at-bat with one out in the inning. And he did to the double play that ended that inning, and that was really it for the Yankees. They managed to score one run later in the game on a sack fly, and that was it. A pretty bad performance all around. And, you know, it sucked. It's it's, it's, it's not the type of performance you want to see, but it's going to happen. It just hasn't happened to them yet. You just write it off, and you go back out there on Thursday and try to win the series with Garrett Cole on the mound. And for Nestor Cortez, to, for him to be on this kind of run he's on, enters the game with a 150 ERA, leading the majors, he lays an egg, has a clunker. Okay, it's going to happen too. Guy's going to make 33-ish starts. Going to have a bad game once in a while. Just happened to pair it on a night when the offense wasn't there. If he has that bad game the night before, when the Yankees scored 10 runs, they win. Uh, so a bad game from him, which followed the bad game from Tyone on Tuesday, which is expected. You know, the run the Yankees starting pitching has been on the season, especially that run over the last week prior to Tuesday was just ridiculous. Uh, and now to have two mediocre-ish to bad starts, back-to-back nights, bullpen has to get used, stay away from King and Holmes, though. Uh, but now Schmidt goes out there, throws a couple innings, so he won't be available for a couple days. Uh, Manny Benvuelos went in through a couple innings, so he's obviously not available on Thursday. Not that the Yankees are giving him high leverage or uh, extremely tough situations yet. Yeah, he's just sort of there to eat up innings right now until he 
enters Aaron Boone's circle of trust. Uh, but hey, you know, can't really be upset. <laughs> bad game. They haven't had a bad game yet. Uh, the only thing that you can see that's worrisome is from an offensive standpoint. Now, Cortez gets a free pass. The offense, the, yes, they scored 10 runs the night before against uh, you know, a starter with limited major league experience, a guy who's not any good. To score one run in five innings off Chris Archer is worrisome because Archer owned the Yankees in his prime when he was with the Rays for years, dominated them at a level that Alec Manoa dominates them now. He's not that guy anymore, Archer. He hasn't been that guy in five years. To see him go out there and give up one run over five innings is extremely worrisome because Archer's former pedigree is that he was a front-end starter. He was a guy that many picked every single year to win the Cy Young in the American League, and he never did so. But he's the type of guy the Yankees will see in October. Not, not to say they'll see Chris Archer. They'll see better guys than Chris Archer. They'll see Justin Verlander and the whole fucking stable of Ray's arms and you know Christian Javier and Jose Arquiti and Luis Garcia and, and guys like that in the American League that are much better than Archer. But a right-handed guy with pretty good velocity, a good breaking ball, when he's healthy, can just shut the Yankees down. And what I talked about on the podcast yesterday was that this team's success is tied to the starting pitching, three relievers, and Aaron Judge, really. That's it. Judge is the Yankees' offense. And the Yankees go as he goes. And on Wednesday night, he was over 3 with a walk, and the Yankees didn't score any runs other than on the sack fly. So, not surprising. On the night before that, he gives the Yankees an early two-run lead with that first inning two-run home run. The Yankees win that game. He is the catalyst for the entire offense. And when you look at this team... I don't understand how people are okay with the fact that Isaiah kind of is an everyday player for this team. I don't understand how people are okay with Hicks and Gallo and Higashioka. The idea that the Yankees, because they're 40 and 16 now and lead the AL East and lead the American League and have the best record in baseball, the idea that they are just fine is, is ridiculous. Being complacent is how you blow leads in divisions. It's how you get an early exit from the postseason. Look at the 19 Yankees, who were the best team of this this core's era. They were the best team. They had the best chance to win. They were complacent. They didn't do anything at that trade deadline. They ended up losing. They didn't add any starting pitching. Starting pitching didn't give them any innings in October. Bullpen got tired in that six-game series against the Astros, and they lost. This team cannot be complacent. This team is just on par, it's on the same level as other teams, despite their record. Because once you get to October, what you do in the regular season doesn't matter. And you're trying to separate yourselves from the rest of the teams, and there's not going to be another team in October that has guys with as bad of numbers as Hicks and Kiner Falefa and Gallo and Higashioka. There's a, there's a possibility that those four guys could be in the same lineup in a playoff game, which is scary because... The other five guys would be Donaldson, who's been awful, just fucking awful as a Yankee. He's got a 733 OPS, just he's been terrible. Rizzo, who's had these, you know, clusters of amazing games, but mostly uh, not a good season. 
you know, for a guy who I think would tell you he's not been good, his OPS is now sub 800 at 787. I know batting average people don't care about these days, but he, he's hitting two fucking 09, batting third on the Yankees. You know, LeMahieu's been up and down. Torres has been mostly bad outside of a few big moments. It's Judge. It's Judge is the team. Judge and Stanton when he's healthy. And then you hope that LeMahieu can get consistent and Rizzo can get consistent. Donaldson could be something. Because that trade right now, if you want to say it was time for Gary Sanchez to get a change of scenery, fine. But the Yankee, but getting Trevino had nothing to do with that deal. So the Yankees could have kept Sanchez and had Trevino as well and gotten rid of Higashioka. Because in that deal, they got Ben Rivette, who hasn't played, Josh Donaldson, who's been awful, and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. I don't understand how people think he's good. He doesn't strike out. Okay. He puts the ball in play. Okay. He puts the ball in play weekly. He doesn't barrel the ball. He has, he is in the first percentile. The one, the one percentile of barreling balls in the major leagues, which means 99% of the league barrels the ball better than him. He has no home runs. He has no power. The, he's... His limit on power is the warning track. Maybe this year he'll he'll squeak a couple by the the short porch at Yankee Stadium. But he he can't hit. His fielding is not what it was advertised to be. I don't trust when the balls hit him at all. <laughs> I, I do not trust that he will make the routine play. I do not trust that a ground ball to short is an automatic out. He really just he's just a guy that's there. And Saying the Yankees are fine and that they're in first place and they don't need to do anything, don't don't um, you know, don't fix something that's not broken. That's how you end up not getting to where you want to be. The Yankees are in a great spot, standings wise, record wise. They've done everything they can to this point. Being forty and sixteen is amazing, but that's not a reason to stand pat. This team can get better it needs to get better because yes they could win the world series as they are currently constructed but they'll need a lot of shit to go their way and not just the normal amount of shit you need to go your way in the postseason because you do need a lot of shit to go your way to win a championship but even more shit than that because if you're playing they're going to play at least if this was the lineup in october they would have at least three guys on the team with sub 700 ops's in the lineup possibly four one of those guys in Higashioka has had a 427 OPS he picked up a double on Wednesday night because the left fielder dove and missed the ball off off the end of his glove it was a makeable catch and he got a double for that like he he sucks he sucks Kiner Falefa is a singles hitter with no power who does not work the count he's making outs first second third pitch of at bats has an okay glove hicks is atrocious he had two singles so on <laughs> on wednesday still has one double and one rbi it's fucking june 9th donaldson just i just assume he's gonna strike out every at bat yeah he'll work the count but he ends up with a strikeout or a ground out to third glaber you know, I didn't expect anything from him this year, but so he's been okay. Rizzo's been wildly un- inconsistent. 
Well, Mayhew's been inconsistent. And who does that leave you with? Gallo, who's awful, who the Yankees traded four prospects for, had him batting second when they got him, and now he's the everyday nine hitter. And then you've got Judge and Stan, who are the Yankees' offense, and mostly Judge. So we got two guys that you can really trust. And one of those guys, Stanton, is one of the streakiest hitters in baseball. The Yankees need to get better, and I think they will. It's June 9th. The deadline's not for, you know, till well, August 2nd this year, so just under two months to get better. They're not going to go out and make deals now. It would be a wild surprise to do that now, but I can't, I can't envision them standing pat at the deadline. I mean, it could happen. They did it in 19. They did it in 20. It could happen, but I think it would be a, an extremely regrettable decision. Because even if the starting pitching's great, like it's been, still got to score runs. And the, the, the pitchers they score runs against are not the guys they're going to see in October. Not at all. You know, they, Alec Manoa, Verlander, those guys, that's who they're going to see. And even the tier below them are not the guys they're scoring runs off of, at least not with any consistency. So, yeah, it was a bad loss on Wednesday. It's a loss. It's only their 16th loss in 56 games. But it exposed more issues with them, facing a right-handed starter with a history against them. And they couldn't get hits, two hits off him. They did have four walks, but couldn't drive anyone in. Didn't do anything against the bullpen. It's a bad game. It's a bad game over 162. But like I say, and I'll keep saying, when I talk about the Yankees, it's big picture. It's to win in October. They're winning now to get to October, but the lineup, the dynamics of the team, that's what I'm looking for is how it will work in October. And right now, the Yankees could go out and win 115 games, and I still wouldn't feel confident with this roster in October. I just wouldn't. I really wouldn't. And that's crazy to say, but the regular season is a completely different story. If you go out and you beat the, the Orioles 17 out of 19, not that they can do that this year because they've lost a few, but I'm just saying in general, you go out and you beat the shit out of Cleveland and Kansas City and you stack your wins against the Rangers and the A's, that's fine. But those teams aren't going to be there in October. And you'll see the Rays, you'll see the Blue Jays, you'll see the Astros. Are the Yankees better than those teams? Yes, right now, record-wise. But it's not balanced schedules. They've played those four teams. So they're right there with them. They're right there. They need to do things within the next seven weeks to separate themselves from them. And you can see where those upgrades need to be made. You can't have four out of nine or three out of nine lineup spots being outs. Can't be giving away a third of your outs in games, which is what they're doing right now. So chalk it up as a bad loss. Go out, win the series on Thursday. Garrett Cole's on the mound. Come back this weekend. Beat the crap out of a fucking awful Cubs team. It's a bad team. That's, that should be a series win. And you can't say anything should be a sweep, but really the Cubs are, are just really, really bad. So that'll do it for today. Yankees twin series finale on Thursday night. Garrett Cole's on the mound. Go out and win the series and then go home on Friday. That'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.